I am Tova Cito. And I am Janice Scant. And we believe our lives should be happy, healthy, and abundant. And that it is our job to get us there. Every week, we will have inspiring, educational, and fun conversations that will help you live your very best life. Welcome to The The Remedy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the very next episode, another Yet another week. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, thank God we do this on Mondays. I'm glad we do this on me Mondays. Me too. I like doing it on Monday. Yeah, it gets my week off better. Me, me too. I don't really yeah. see, I'm like I have one client today, but I don't really full, work a full day on Monday, so it's great to have this to it do. It is nice. Yeah. Kind of ease spend, out of the weekend. And yeah. This, yeah. Do you spend the morning just kind of regrouping and exercising and... I exercise Getting ready for the and week. well, I when I get up, I do my devotional and then I then I do my Spanish lesson, <laughs> and then <laughs> then look around the house and see if there's something I can don't know the name of, which there's plenty. No, and then I will, um, and then I get dressed and will read or you know run errands or whatever, but it's, but I, I really like hanging out on Monday mornings. I love not having to hit it hard. Yeah. Do you, um, do you wake up at the same time every day? I go to bed at, yes. You're not going to, what time do you go to bed? Usually, I used to go to bed a lot earlier when my kids were younger. I used to go to bed kind of like right after they went to bed, but now I go to bed later because they go to bed later. Uh-huh. I probably go to bed around 11. Oh, I go to bed at 9.30. And then I get up at 6.30 or 7. So I like By to get yourself. 9. Like you, uh, well, my you watch goes off at 7 okay. if I'm not um, awake. But I'm usually awake. God, Tom in the gets summer, up it's like hardly even dark out at 9.30. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're well, just I love getting it. started at 9.30 <laughs> yeah. for sure. I am so happy. I get dinner. Poor Tom. You know, I'm like, okay, good night. <laughs> Is he a night owl? Well, he doesn't go to sleep. He goes to bed now about 1030. For a long time, he did it about 11. But I just I just really function much better on 9 to 10 hours of oh, sleep. Oh, me too. So, I, I'm a 10-hour girl. I just love getting in my bed. Uh-huh. And I have two long pillows that I put on. I call it my cocoon. And I just <laughs> really get all hunkered down. Do you sleep on your back? No, I sleep on my side. Left or right? Both. I flip. Okay. <laughs> a couple of times in the night. You but know, every time I flip, then I get my pillows and I pull them. There's just one particular way. And then I can kind of sleep with my face kind of up, not really all scrunched in. And maybe it'll help me with my wrinkles. Totally. Totally. <laughs> you know, there was a girl years and years and years ago. I This is going to date me, but I, I taught aerobics. And... <laughs> I took aerobics. <laughs> I was I was your teacher. And there was this girl who was... Did you teach at Highland Park Methodist by any chance? No. Oh, because no. that's where I took. No. Oh. I taught in college and after college. I it was so just kind of a yeah, supplemental. <laughs> Can't you jumping around? Definitely. <laughs> with socks on and yep. a little skirt. or Telling a everybody <laughs> what to do. <laughs> and yep. just real perky. <laughs> Well, there was this girl who, was, who would come to my class faithfully every morning. I, I taught step, 
step aerobics and she is with the risers totally yes <laughs> i remember us having those in our house uh, yeah you do? yeah for sure and she is probably my age now she was probably uh-huh. my age and she just had the most beautiful skin and I thought it was because she didn't have any children. <laughs> but I, I <laughs> on, on her face? Well, because I could see the I rear think, thighs. I, but <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, no worries, no, you know, oh. all she, she could, <laughs> get all, could get all the sleep she wanted, you know. And she was a real successful woman. Anyway, I asked her, I said, what is your skin secret? You have amazing skin. And she said, I only sleep on my back. Uh-huh. Because... Uh-huh. That's why people get, you know, you smash your face. Uh-huh. But I, I'm so comfortable on my side. But, but if you put your pillow, if you would, like, if I'm on my left side and you put your pillow, your long pillow under your right shoulder, then it uh, kind yeah. of, you get a partial yeah. face plant. But yeah. just a, but not really. It just kind of holds you up. Yeah. Holsters you a little bit to, uh-huh. to save so a then, little bit of those. Uh-huh. Yeah. We have great skin. Well, no, no, I don't have great skin. I think you have great skin. I hope my face looks like your face in 20 years. We're almost 20 years apart, aren't we? How old are you? 49. Oh, yeah, we are. Aren't you 68? (laughs) And a half? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm 49. I mean, I'll be 50 in July. You will be. What are you going to do for your 50th? I don't know. Oh my goodness! Anna Prynne wants to throw me a big party. I said, she does. it's just not me. Yeah. yeah, it's just having a big, big, big. I'd love something quaint. Yeah, or a big fancy trip somewhere. Yeah, expensive. Yeah. Oh, I've been I've been <laughs> no. noodling my seventieth birthday trip, and I am in a real conundrum. I can't decide if I want to go to Greece. Ooh. If I want to go rent a house in in outside of Florence. Oh. Rent, uh, or I mean, I have to do something with my whole family, with like my my kids and my grandkids. grandkids. Right. But if but then I might go if I went if I rent a house in Italy or rent a house in Greece or something, then my daughters I'd have my daughters come and not the grandkids. So I've, I'm going to have a couple of celebrations. You should. I'm going to. Seventies awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to say old. No. <laughs> I thought she was going to say awful. Oh, seventies. <laughs> Awesome. Like, oh, Lord. Well, you know, nobody wears 70 like you, you will. Well, I mean, I th- that's amazing. I do think that, you know, when I think about, okay, so if I'm seven, I'll be 70, and hopefully I'll have 20 more years, maybe mm-hmm. 30, mm-hmm. but I don't know that I would want to travel. I don't know if I'm going to want to travel when I'm 90. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to blow it out on this one. Who knows? You know, yeah. there's a, uh, my ex-husband's uncle, he's 102, and he lives by himself. They call those and super agers. He plays golf. He still plays golf. And, I mean, yeah. he still drives. He has a girlfriend. I'm like, you get it. That is the bomb. Oh, and he's handsome, too. He is. He's That's so, so cute. handsome. Uncle Bob, yeah. just killing it. Well, you just never know. You never know. You know? i got to... S- I gotta save more money. <laughs> if I would have to be hundred or Carter yeah. or George or Anna Friend, better better let me in. <laughs> we'll be saying we're we're we need a sponsor yeah. for Tova. <laughs> There's a retirement community. Yeah. We're gonna set up a retirement fund. If Edgemere, anybody from the Edgemere listens, please 
Let Could we know. have a big giant discount on our room? <laughs> we'll we'll air the podcast from my room. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, hey, hey, what day is it? <laughs> oh, uh, I hope we're doing the podcast. That, that actually reminds me of my joke. Do you want me to say Oh it? yeah, let's okay. get, let's get your joke on. Okay. So uh Myrtle and Pete were driving. They were on a road trip and they pulled in to get some gas and this guy pops up to the window and he says hey folks how y'all doing and Myrtle goes what'd he say what'd he say <laughs> and Pete looks at Myrtle and he said he asked how we were doing she goes ow so then the guy says um what kind of gas do you want and uh Pete says regular and she goes what'd he say what'd he say <laughs> he wanted to know what kind of gas we wanted and Myrtle goes ow so then the guy comes up and he goes, so where are you folks from? And Pete said, well, we're from a little town outside of Lubbock called Leveland. And he goes, Leveland, that is crazy. Several years ago, or actually quite a few years ago, me and my friends were on a road trip and we, had, we stopped in Leveland and went to a honky-tonk bar. And I actually ended up hooking up with this woman. And, but I got to tell you, it was the worst sex I have ever had in my entire life. And Myrtle goes, what'd he say? What'd he say? And Pete goes, he thinks he knows you. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's hilarious. Where do you get your jokes? There's... I have a huge repertoire. That... Are they just in your week. brain? They're in my head. You want to know? I can't remember jokes. <laughs> I can't. I'm a terrible joke rememberer. Like Paige Carlson, who listens to The Remedy, her uh -huh. and I were laughing about your last joke. And, and she was like, what was it about again? I was like, I don't know. It, but it was so funny. And it, the measles. Yeah, the measles. And the tolio. Yeah. And the small cocks. Small cocks, yes. yeah. I was like, I know that cocks in there somewhere. Yeah. I was like, it was wildly inappropriate, but it was really <laughs> funny. But neither one of us could remember it. And she was like, I was not expecting that. Uh, yeah. Okay, so speaking of uh, yoga class, we have an amazing <laughs> sponsor today. Um, da, 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 da. Your precious daughter is one of them, Blair Isom. That's my baby girl. And her business partner, Susie Fuller. Mm -hmm. um, they started a company. How old is Modern Soul? Uh, oh, I don't know. Four years, maybe? Well, it's a it's an amazing, beautiful clothing line. Um, yes. Great dresses, great skirts, great summer gear. Shoes, shoes, sandals. Yes, yeah. awesome sandals. Yes. It's great for like a beach trip. It's great for. I mean, it's my favorite thing to wear on a Saturday. Did you see her post yesterday? She on Instagram. She had a post, and she was in one of her little skirts. That came up to probably the middle of her thighs. And Mia, her little girl who's five, had on one of her skirts, same size, who came down to her knees. Oh, it was that really is cute. so cute. No, I haven't looked at Instagram. But her, her clothes, they really have, they have these made in, like, the shoes they, they get in Greece and... I'm not exactly sure where they get the other things made, but they they have become really successful. Well, they, they should and they're, be. They're cool. They're yeah, really they're cool. they're really cool. I've seen, 
mean, they sell the stuff at We Yogis. I've seen them at uh, Favor the Kind. Yes, St. Right. Bernard's. The yes, Aquarium. St. Bernard. Uh, but you can, best place is to get it online. Yeah, shopmodernsoul.com. Um, yeah. Shopmodernsoul.com. So she, that, Shop Modern Soul, or Modern Soul is our sponsor today. And she specifically, Blair reached out to me and asked if we could specifically, um, she said she would sponsor an episode, but it had to involve Kevin. <laughs> um, Forget about your mom, Blair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I think that she carries the sentiments about Kevin that a lot of people have. You, you know, you hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. All the time. Yeah. How much people love Kevin. And so, but you're kind of like this, you know, you're kind of like, uh, I never watched that show, but I know this character in that show where the guys behind the fence. Uh, Wilson on Home Improvement? Yeah, that. You're kind of <laughs> like that. You are. Because you kind of hide behind your computer. Yeah. We kind of oh, see the yeah. top of your head. Because you're kind of always hiding. You know, that's true. But you have great bullshit and you're a really important part of what we do. Well, yeah, we yeah. wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> or maybe the most important part. Perhaps. You can always tell, though, that I'm a radio guy by trade just because I don't really look at anyone very much when we do the show. Like, no. I'm just used to just listening and talking, you know? Yeah, you're always, and you're always fiddling. Yes, always tinkering. Always tinkering. I love it. I, I was listening, when I was listening to last week's, I was listening to Kevin, and his voice is so radio. His you voice know? is so, <laughs> so radio. radio. Do you're, you talk like that at home? Hey. At I least. guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your voice doesn't change because we're, all, we're alive. Yeah. You just have radio That's voice. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just the way I talk. I totally. <laughs> okay, so Kev. Um, so did you give the code for... Oh, uh, yeah. So so Modern Soul sponsors this, this episode, uh -huh. um, but they are also giving a discount to all of our listeners. So if you go to, to shopmodernsoul.com, you can get anything you want for 20% off. Just so good. That is so nice. Blair, Susie, thank you so much. Thank yes. you, guys. Thank you, thank you. And don't say I didn't warn you. And the discount code is the remedy twenty, so you get twenty percent off, um, just for being a listener. So awesome! Yeah, it's really good. Thanks, um, girls. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I have another surprise for you, Kev. Um, Andrew's beer also got behind this episode, um, and I have more beer than you can drink. Oh man, I wish you would have brought some in in a month. This is like an episode where I thought what? about having a cocktail. <laughs> cocktail before you, you want to pause and go get a beer <laughs> kind of <laughs> okay pause okay so now we're back with cervezas are you happy um here i'll let the audio speak for me <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> so we just loaded up we just loaded up kev so i was having lunch with uh my dear friend whose family is andrew's beer and we were talking about how much we loved you. And she was like, what's his favorite kind of beer? I said, Miller Lite. And she was like, seriously? And she was like, well, I'm going to have beer delivered. That is and so awesome. So you, you're you locked and loaded. And for me, like Miller Lite is my, my fancy beer. Oh, I know you've told me. That, yeah, that's when like, I'm splurging. Otherwise, well, I buy Dirty 30s. Don't tell the Andrews beer that you <laughs> yeah. buy shit beer. Yeah, no. I, do. I do. No, I think that, yes, you should. we should give him a raise if he needs to sp step up his beer yes. budget. Yeah. 
That's like us drinking two buck chuck. We can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) We have standards. Uh, Yeah, I don't. (laughs) don't. Uh, No, my standards are I won't drink any like malt type beverage. You know what I mean? Like I can't drink a steel reserve or something cheap like that. That's just too gnarly. I don't. I don't even know what that is. I don't either. If you see a homeless person with a big bottle and a brown paper bag, that's yeah. probably what it is. Uh, oh, it's like really cheap, really high gravity beer. Oh, hey, um, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> so, how do people watch us? How do people watch us? Uh, you can go to Facebook. Just search the remedy, and we have a Facebook or dedicated Facebook page, and it will stream there. So if you don't catch it live, you can just go there and watch it anytime. It lives there forever as soon as it's done streaming. Or just go to YouTube and search in KEPX, okay. and it will be all there, too. But I'm going to make a dedicated YouTube also so that people can just go so to YouTube and search the, the remedy. remedy. Right. Okay. Although if you go to YouTube and search the remedy, it should still come up. Okay. It should bring you to my page. But if they go to KEPX, they'll for sure find us. Yes. But okay. I mean, the easiest right now, like just Facebook the remedy. Okay. I don't have Facebook. Okay, I don't so do Facebook YouTube, either. YouTube, The Remedy, yeah. should come up to You may want to, um, I may add some words in there, like your name. So if you just search The Remedy Toba or Remedy Janice, it'll come okay, up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so anyway, thank you, Andrews Beer, for contributing. Oh, they contributing. are so, yeah, I, that's really, I, not, really awesome. the best. They actually, um, Natalie and Mike are the best. literally two of my Hi. all-time favorite people. Me they too. are just, one day I was in Whole Foods and I saw the whole family in there shopping after church and I was like, they are like, Voah! this beautiful, They're so beautiful family and then inside you get to out. know them oh. and the inside is every bit as beautiful as the outside. They truly are <laughs> spectacular. So I'm lucky enough to be her dear friend, Natalie's dear friend and so many people ask me because they, her daughters are, in, you know, all over Instagram, yes. famous and have, you know, Sophie so successful <clears throat> in her fashion blog. Yeah. So people ask me, is she, is it real? Because it looks so good, it has to be fake. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's real. Is their family real? Is are their relationships real? Is their love real? Is their marriage real? And the only thing that I can say with the biggest smile and on my face and gratitude in my heart is it's real. Yeah. I mean, they, I, anytime I spend with that family, you walk away full. You know, I think that full. the, there's so much on the exterior that they're, they're so attractive that they're, you are drawn to them. And I think the thing that is so interesting is their level of kindness mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and just kind, I just, yeah. just kindness yeah, is are. truly, it, it, yeah, anyway. They're, they're special, really mm-hmm. special. Yeah, they are. They and are. They love you, Kev. So thank well, you. I love them too. <laughs> they're the You're best. You're going to really love them after those three beers on your desk. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Only two, because you got to drive home. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so today, Kev, is all about you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Like I said, don't don't say I didn't warn you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Nobody asks anything like super salacious. I kind of... Which they did. Man, I was kind of hoping for that too. I know, and you even something put it really out there. juicy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we can make some. Yeah, up. let's let's yeah. you and I. We'll we'll add our own yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah. you guys can add little. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, just because I can't see the clock, will you let us know when we're like at yeah. fifty minutes? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. That's all right. 
Um, we're still in our temporary studio, so I don't yes, know. I still could have put the clock on. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all good. Um, okay, uh, so why I didn't write, write down who asked these questions, but I had there two of them were from guys, and one of them, one of the guys who asked the question was, "Where did you get your teeth done?" <laughs> what, uh, really. <laughs> Okay, well, maybe we can get one. maybe we can get that dentist to sponsor an <laughs> yeah, episode, and we'll seriously. give him a yeah, that would be great. Give his people. Uh, it was Doctor Perry Goldberg at uh, Dallas Dental Group off uh, Beltline in Edison. Well, he did a phenomenal job. Well, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such a short, That's such an easy question to answer. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, and uh, another one we'll get to in a minute. But okay, so why why did you never want to get married? Oh, God, that's weird. It's like one of the things I haven't thought about in such a long time. Um, it just seemed to me growing up that all marriages were inevitably doomed to fail. I but mean, your parents' marriage I know. didn't fail. I know. It's also um, because I was raised Catholic and it was always like, you have to grow up and you have to get married. It was just sort of my uh-huh. rebellious spirit. And I'm like, no, there's no point in getting married. Everybody gets divorced, and I don't have to get married just because everyone says I have to, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and I fully used to believe that you can happily be with someone forever without having to have that specific tie. The paper. Right, yeah. exactly. It's just I thought it was something that was unnecessary and kind of an old-school way of thinking that it, it wasn't that you didn't have to do. Were your parents, and this might be too personal, but were your parents happily married? Growing up, you Absolutely. Want, they mirrored a happy marriage. One hundred percent, still do. Okay, so that I find that interesting because it would make total sense to me if if they grew up hating each other. Yeah, and, and or if they like stayed together for the kids, but right. it was just like this awful thing that you witnessed. But that well, wasn't the case. And don't you think maybe part of it is that it's just it if you're not doing it out of full choice, but that's something that you kind of have to do, and maybe that little bit of rebelliousness that was in you was like, I don't want people telling me what I have to do right. at a that, certain absolutely. age. And I do think that, I think things have changed about that and that I think people can can choose to be together and actually have children and not feel quite as much pressure to get married unless they were maybe raised in really strict religious systems, you know, that kind of mandate that. But don't you think maybe that was kind of part of it for you? 100%. Yeah. Did you notice anything about you and Elise's relationship changing after you got married? For the better or the worse? Did you feel any different? Or no. Or were you like, oh, I'm really glad we got married? Yeah, yeah. No, no, nothing changed, really. Nothing changed. Yes. Nothing that was, like, really mind-blowingly, like, better, and definitely nothing that was adverse, either. It just kind of was kept on, just felt the same. How long did y'all date? Um, God, I think we dated like two and a half years before we got engaged. How'd you meet her? Uh, oh, that's something that that's a question. How did you meet your wife? Tell us about her. Oh, okay. So. Cool. Uh, good, uh, good. We didn't actually, I mean, we actually had several classes together in uh, in college. I sat behind her. Was she was like a the real next question. Where did you go to college? Oh, <laughs> she was like a real good. Well, I went to UNT. Um, we were both uh, radio, television, and film majors. And oh, she was too? Yeah, she was too. Oh. And she sat in front of me, and I was always kind of the obnoxious person in the class, and she was always kind of the a little more quiet. Not that I mean, she would tell you I wasn't obnoxious if she were sitting here now, but she would. I think so. Uh, well, I hope so. This is one she'll definitely be listening to, so I got to watch what I say. 
Um, but then our very last semester, we became friends eventually in, uh, I don't remember what class it was. I think it was like advanced audio production or something like that. Um, and then we graduated, and I was like terrified because I had no idea what I was going to do. Like, I yeah. had... You know, you have everything figured out in college, like you're staying busy and active, and then all of a sudden it's like, shit, like, I got to still pay for my apartment and yeah. I yeah. need a job. Especially and if your parents yeah. cut you off. Yes. Yeah. And I told my children it will happen. bad, you know, it's not the most lucrative business. Right. Um, but uh, she, had, yeah, and that was the same with me. Like, you know, I would if I didn't get a job, I was moving back home. And yep. I didn't want to do that. My kids aren't even allowed to do that. So your parents are Oh, really? I'm gonna, oh, my kids, I've told them, 18, out, bye. Oh, man. I'm so you, glad my parents didn't do that. That's it. Because I didn't graduate college till I was like, what, 27 years old or something. I didn't really go to college till I was till later in life. Why? What were you doing? Oh, and then we, we've gone through this before, haven't we? I don't, why am I, my why back, am I blinking? Well, oh. I graduated high school with very low-minded ambitions. So <laughs> I pretended to go to community college for a few years. Uh, basically, just telling my parents I was going and I wouldn't. I would sit in my car and listen to the Howard Stern show like every day. I don't know this story. And really, I feel like we've I've told this a bunch. I of don't times. think so. All right, sorry, we're going off on so many different tangents. <laughs> I know. <here. laughs> it's okay. We'll get there eventually. We'll Just get there. Take your time. Um. So yeah, I didn't really go, and after a couple of semesters, my parents realized, you know, I was basically, I, I probably had the lowest GPA you could imagine, and they said either you got to get out or you got to get a job. Like those are the you know two options. You can go to school, and you can uh -huh. live here, you know, or you can get a job and yeah. still live here. And I'm like, all right, so or I, you have to get out. Or you got to get out. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I got a job at the um, insurance inspection report company. I worked in the call center. And I actually worked my way up over the years there. I was there about three and a half years. And I became a reviewer. And then one day I was sitting there listening. That Stern show ties into a lot of my life. It's really weird. Listening to the radio. That. And uh, I was like, God, I don't want to be sitting in this cubicle the rest of my life. Like, this is horrible. I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to work on the radio. Like, I love the radio. So... Um, I went to part-time there and started going to school. Eventually went to full-time. I'd saved up enough money where I could live and go to school full-time. Parents wow. paid for tuition, went to school for radio. And that's how I ended up meeting my wife because she was wanted to work in radio as well. So after I graduated, and we were kind of friends, and I was terrified because I didn't have a job and didn't know what I was going to do. And she actually reached out to me and said, uh, Clear Channel is looking for a, a board operator position if you'd be interested. And I'm like, yes, Absolutely. So she helped me get like my very oh, first so job cool. in radio. I do, I do not know. Well, this so story. Kevin, did you? It, so when you were choosing your major, you wanted to be in radio. What specifically did you want to do? Did you have a specific goal in mind? Yes, absolutely. I wanted to be like a morning show host. That's absolutely what I wanted to do. And I even started a podcast in college that was kind of my dream of like what I wanted my show to be. And I did it for years. We actually ended up on the dial eventually. We were on 1190 for two years. Oh, you were? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and yeah, this all ties into, that. the marriage thing ties into the Howard Stern show too because he always talked about how he got married and divorced and was like, I will never get married again. It's totally <laughs> pointless. And then of course now he's happily married again. But yeah. Um, so yeah, she helped me get my first job there and I absolutely knew that that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be some kind of a host. And it still bums me out that I don't do that anymore, you know? But... I still found a career path in this field that I think suits me that I like very much. So, if you were uh, if you were to be a host, wh what kind of a show would you have? Would it be like a all different things? Uh, yeah, it would be a variety. But my original dream, which nowadays with the political climate in this country would never have worked, my show that I had in college and the one that we had on the air was called The Status Bro. It's like a guy show, just all about different guy stuff, and it's only guys, and we only would cover you know that kind of stuff. Really honest. 
guy stuff. That, oh. The guys only talk about when they th- they think no women are around. Oh, that could I be a whole episode. To <laughs> me and it too. It was really honest, and I really like doing it, but it definitely got me in trouble in my relationships from time to time. But, oh, well, so what did Elise want to do what, with her major? She wanted to be like a top 40 jock, like you hear oh, on like Kiss FM. That yeah. Kind of thing. And did I think she, she would have been great at it. She did. Um, did she, she never did any DJ voice? stuff except she DJed some country music on 1190, and she did a ton of voiceover for commercials. But she was never a uh, never a top forty jock. Does she have a radio voice? Yeah, definitely. She does. I'll play you some of her commercials sometimes. She's really good. Oh, wow. She's really good at VO. Do wow. I have a radio voice? <laughs> yeah. Do we have radio voices? I think so. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as good. good at, I'm not as good at identifying female radio voices. <laughs> Fried chicken. Such a, I can advertise such fried chicken. A, well, I think any female can kind of have a radio voice. You know, it's more specific for guys. Everybody I kind wants of agree that, with that tonal quality. But there's some really bad girl voices out there. Oh, there's some really annoying ones. Like my brother recently was going out with a girl, and her voice was just a no. Like I, I, I totally <laughs> what do you get do that. With that. She was such a yes, and her voice was such a no. I totally understand that. <laughs> yeah. I, she would uh, she would do baby talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was a like, close buddy of mine. What the hell are you doing? I could not be around his girlfriend. I'm like, I could never tell him that. I'm like, dude, she's really hot, but that voice, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can have bad girl voice. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby talk. Baby, no, no. Baby voice is bad voice. Yeah. Very bad. <laughs> if you're a listener and you do that, don't. <laughs> At least around me and James. Actually, there's a kind of female voice that I hear on like several different radio stations that I think people think is like the quintessential good female radio voice that I hate. I know exactly what is the it? voice you're talking about. I don't know. About. It's like a young, like, high pitched and yes, and, and we're gonna be right back. And yes, the, like yeah. exactly what you'd hear on like Jack FM or something yes. like that. That are just I hate that voice. I. Oh, that's interesting. Too. And I'm like, how did that person get that job? Yes, and how is it always people that sound like this? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. They, they, haven't, they need to interview us, Janice. <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, you guys do not have annoying voices, I can tell you that. Really? <laughs> um, so along those same lines, somebody asked, were you always interested in production? So no, you, you well, pr- or No, maybe I mean, yes. like right out of high school, I wasn't interested in anything. Yeah. I mean, at all. I was just a total jackass. But uh, once Which I kind of gives like parents of jackasses a lot of hope. Absolutely, I think because yeah. I mean I was a mess. Yeah. If you would have pointed like looked at me at that stage in my life and said mm-hmm. this is this is how this person is going to turn out, nobody would have believed it. I don't That's think. Amazing. You want to know what's so interesting about was, that? And I'm sure you would. I was destined to be a ditch digger, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, Last Thursday, I have a Bible study at my house, and these girls, we started so many years ago, but now they're in their 30s, and most of them are married and have kids now, but uh, when we first started, a lot of them, most, all of them were single, and, uh, and, and so this past week, we were talking about how God is always there, like, even in the in-between, like, mm-hmm. you think that once you get there, then God's finally showed up, and sometimes it's in those spaces in between when you're a hot mess that God does some of his best work. And so one of the questions in the Bible study or in the book study that we're doing was when in your life were you, did you feel the most lost? And these girls, I mean, they're all so, so successful and married to wonderful men and 
mothers and contributing members of society and the stories that they were telling about the time when they were hot. I was like, I don't even, these, this doesn't oh even God. sound like you. I could tell you stories that would make y'all's head spin about And a lot well, of shit I, I, Highland Park, and they said, we were a met. Toby, well, if you I don't think that, I don't think adolescents are, disposed, are supposed to have themselves together. I, I think that there's a transition period between high school and adulthood, which is college. I mean, think about college. I mean, People are crazy in college. Crazy. Yeah. Do all sorts of things. And I think, I just, I think that it is a becoming thing, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. I just don't, if anybody has, you know, adolescents and they're worried about them being total derelicts, <laughs> what they're doing today is really no indication. If they live through it, that they're going to really end up being derelicts because that does have to kind of happen. Yes. I mean, I was completely out of control, completely rudderless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's and it, I'm not saying like not trying to toot really my horn that I turned out so great or anything, but I mean, teenage parents. the path I was on was bad. Like, well, because it, when you're in that, thank God, my kids. I mean, they're mildly rebellious. They're not off the reservation yet, but no, your kids are golden. My I kids mean. are golden. As as I mean, they stub their toe, but they're they're amazing. I mean. Anna Prynne came home drunk last weekend, and she was all upset the next morning. She thought I was going to – I was like, do you know what that was last night? She was like, it was bad. It was embarrassing. I was like, that was normal. That, you know what that was? That was normal. So stop beating yourself up. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you're you just – But imagine if she was like, well, I'm not sorry about it, and I'm going to do it again. Yeah. Because well, that's well, basically how I yeah, was. She, I mean – I don't know that she's that sorry. She's just bummed I was awake. Yeah. She got home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's I mean, never on. a good sign. My mother always waited up in the living room. You never <laughs> really. When they're awake, it's, it's, you're like, dang it. I was like, I bet you wish I was asleep right now. With Bryn, poor Bryn. I've stayed up every every Friday and Saturday night and was waiting for her to come in. And with Blair, after the, as being the third, I was like, oh, they'll Forget call me. <laughs> Someone will call me <laughs> if it's bad. The ditch diggers, the police, <laughs> somebody, the will parks call and recreations. Somebody will let me know. It wasn't that I loved her less; I was just smarter yeah. and more tired, tired. Of, and tired of controlling it all. <laughs> the illusion of control. Yeah. yeah. At that age, yeah. you don't learn anything from that stuff except how to be better at not getting caught. Yes. Like next time I'll try harder. I won't, you know. Well, that's yeah. what I told my daughter. I was like, if if we don't talk about this stuff and uh, honest and open, you're just gonna find the loophole. Yeah. Oh you're yeah. Just gonna find the loophole. Yeah. If I ground you. Yeah. Doesn't do a dang thing. Yeah. Um. Well, thanks for sharing that with us, Kev. Insight yeah. into the. Oh, but that last question. Um. No, I was not always interested in production. I I was only interested in on air stuff when I originally went into. The radio business. So, like now, if you had, if you could wave your magic wand, would you be doing production or would you be doing a host of a show? I think I like a mix of both. Uh huh. You know what? If That's kind of what I do now. I like it that I get to be on air with you guys, and or like whatever morning show is hot. I think all. Th- I think they should just do a blanket fire and a blanket rehire and just hire the three of us. We would kill it in a morning show. Well, yeah, and the whole morning really? radio thing now, Yeah, I didn't realize, like, if you went back to 2013 and told me that by 2021, radio wouldn't even really be a thing anymore, I wouldn't have believed it. There's no way I could have seen the trend, you know what I mean? Radio's not cool anymore. No, I don't listen to the radio. You can't make money, it's not... I, I mean, do, I listen to the ticket. Oh, the ticket's funny. Uh-huh. The Podcasting is the really the new radio. 
Yeah. It's yeah, true. it is. Wonder what will be next. Yeah, I know. Me too. We got to get ahead of it. We do. Whatever it is, Kev, keep us posted. I will. You've got to get ahead of well, it. Well, I'm just... doing it right now. Webcasting, podcasting. Yeah, we got to be the first next time. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. So, uh, so what do you see us becoming? What it so because of your knowledge and your education and everything, what are the real possibilities for this show? I mean, the sky's really the limit. If you look at stuff like like Joe Rogan is a perfect example of someone who started a podcast that became huge. However, he had advantages. He was already in show business, you know, right? Been a TV right. host and a comedian and all that stuff. But that's one of the great things about podcasting is if you have a following and you have talent, anyone can do it. So how hard is it to do a call-in show? Not hard. We need to do that's that. That's very because e easy tech. That's something that I've thought about, and it would be interested if the listeners have a an opinion about this, if we did a call-in show, if people, if would, people would actually call and ask us anything in the world they wanted to know. Yeah. I think they would. You know, it's kind of like I, I think about that, and I think, God, that would be so much fun. But then I think about like how it would be so much fun to listen to that. It'd be so much fun to participate in it too if I felt interested. But I think one of the beautiful things, and I'm sure you, we would all agree about a podcast, because we all listen to podcasts, yeah. is the great thing about a podcast is whether I walk at 8 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock at night, I just push play. Well, what you could do if you had a call-in show is you could record it, and then you could put it on a podcast. Yeah, for right? sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. But it's just getting yeah. the listener to call in at the specific time. We're just all so spoiled now. I almost hate how short-sighted I was when, in college, I was doing a podcast out of my apartment. So I'm like, well, this is chicken shit. I'm doing a podcast to prepare for my career in radio. Mm. Little did I know, my career in radio would prepare or work in radio prepared me for a career in podcasting. Wow. It all came yeah, full circle. Yeah, yeah. I love podcasts. That's to interesting. Me, it's like free education. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. And entertainment, and it's yeah. on demand at the tip of your fingers. Inspiring. It's so accessible. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really... The podcast you sent me last week. I, I, oh, my. I've listened to it three times. Wasn't it something? Like, yeah, it's yeah. a good one. It was a really good one. Um, <laughs> okay, so so one question that we didn't talk about, you, you did answer, how did you meet your wife? But it said, tell us about her. You've talked about her here and there, but l let me take that one step further. What do you love about Elise? How did you fall in love with Elise? Um, well, first of all, we always got along really well when we were just friends, which I loved that. And I loved that she had such a pleasant girl next door way about her that was just very Aww. calming. And at that time, I was in this really crazy relationship with a girl who was a lot like me, a lot. And we were always butting heads and fighting <laughs> and doing crazy, reckless, stupid shit all the time. We were just toxic to each other. And I remember when Elise was just kind of my friend. I wish I was a fly on the wall with that me one. Too. Oh, me man. too. I got to when we turn off the mics, I can tell you some, some crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, I almost want to say some stuff right now, but Elise will probably be listening to this one. Uh, <laughs> and I remember thinking when I was dating this girl, because, oh, God, it was crazy. Like, she had a boyfriend, and I didn't want to be in a relationship with her, but we were, like, hooking up, and I felt guilty. It was, like, this whole weird, this crazy thing. Yeah. And I remember Elise, who sat in front of me, who was, like, this, like, beautiful, like, quiet, like, you know, calm, pleasant. She wasn't shy, but she is kind of quiet, kind of soft-spoken. And I'm like, God, I hope just someday I can be in a relationship with a girl like that. Like a you normal did? relationship. Aww. Yeah. I'm like, that would uh, be perfect if I just like start over with like someone like that. Uh, Little did I know that, you know, that, what three years later that it would actually happen. Sometimes those chaotic relationships can be addictive, though. Because there's intensity. 
because you have intense oh, drama, it's fire. Yeah. and then you have intense, intense makeup yeah. sex, and yeah. then you have all that. Yeah, I mean that can be that can be a little bit. My mom was glad when we broke up. She was like, I'd had enough of the battle of the egos. She said that's what she and I were like together. I'm like, we kind of were. Everything was a competition, you know? So where is she now? Uh, I don't really want to say it because people know who I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we were in the same field. Sounds like. (laughs) In fact, we even all worked at the same place together. Me. Oh, you did? Oh, wow. So So how did Elise get into teaching? Is she still teaching? Yes, Michael's? definitely. Um, she, I just had a much higher tolerance for the backbreaking political bullshit work that goes on in radio. That's I can uh, see where most people is not very appealing. I mean, at that time, so it's I political was, in that in 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 that as you're trying to go up the ladder of it. Yes, or? the whole inner workings and it's uh-huh. all sleazy and people are always like taking advantage business. of you. you. Absolutely. You feel like that. Which Definitely. Yep. I mean, I was working, when Elise and I first started dating, it became hard on our relationship because I was working seven days a week, every single oh. day. And when she was off like for the weekends, the weekends were my busiest time. So mm. we really never had time to be with each other because I was doing the show on the Eagle, and I was working on 1190, and I was producing a show somewhere else for the uh, political talk show. And it was, you can break your back, but they're never, they never give you any, anything in return. And they know they're never going to. That's the thing that's messed up about it. They, you'll go into radio, and they'll take these people who are super hungry, super driven, and they will just wring uh-huh. ri- every last drop out of you, you know, but they until can. you give up. Yeah. And they go in thinking, okay, I'm going to move up the ladder, and I'm going to be blah, 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 sure. blah, 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 and then, yeah. And I, I mean, I did. I, it was pretty impressive. I mean, I was on the air on the Eagle in six months after starting there. But That's did amazing. I get paid anything extra? No. Did it advance oh. me anywhere, anywhere else? No. Oh. I mean, I made, let's see, for like the five-hour air shift for, for the whole weekend, two nights, Saturday and Sunday, it was like $32. Oh, <laughs> good grief. Oh. And it was like... Ball busting work. Like, oh, that's Kevin, even, that is that doesn't like... even cover your gas to get to work. No, I mean it's all voice tracked, but still, so it's wow. it's really only like three hours of work, but it's a five hour air shift when it comes. It up. is anyway. the same as like working uh, like new, a, a newscaster. Yeah, except in TV, there's a lot of money. Yeah, but not starting out. No, you're paid nothing, and you do everything. I started at eight bucks an hour. Wow, well, it's not even minimum. My daughter makes more babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not not good. Really? Oh my! But um, yeah, Elise got sick of it before I did, and um, she loves kids and knew she'd be a great teacher. So she, and she is. Yeah, she really she is. is. It's it's her calling, most definitely. I mean, it's what she's meant to be doing. Yeah. Um, okay, this is an interesting I question. I hope I'm answering these adequately. You're oh, amazing. you're doing so well. You're doing awesome. Okay, tell us something about Janice we don't know, and then tell us something about Tova we don't know. <laughs> ooh, see, that's really hard oh. to do off the top of your head. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I didn't have to put that in. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are both really self-aware. I don't know if anything I could tell you that you don't already know. No, tell the listeners something about Janice that they probably that they don't, don't know. know. <sighs> Or t- and tell them something about me that, that they don't God, know. I don't know. That's really hard. That's a really strange It is one. a hard question. That's a... And I'm not going to yeah. BS around it. Like, if I can think of something, I for sure will say it. I'm just trying to think. Because you guys are pretty much open books. I mean, I don't know what I can tell them that they don't know. <laughs> you don't I'm have trying, a lot of pride. I'm trying to think <laughs> of, 
I mean, you know a lot about me, Janice, <laughs> <laughs> that, that the listeners don't know. I can't think of anything, though, that I know about you guys that isn't but something I, you like, No, I don't think there's I'm really any big secret. Of something that I know about you that, that the, the listeners, listeners don't know. know. Yeah. Yeah. I've started sharing my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> For goodness sakes. And Forever. on the air. So they, you know, they know that. You, I mean, they don't, because they don't see you, I guess the right. one of the things that, that they might not know is what you look like. And you always look impeccable. You always have the best dressed, best shoes, best hair, best makeup. Like you always look Amazing. Okay, so here's a question, Tove. Do you think that Janice looks the way she sounds? Like that her voice matches? If people yes. heard her, that's what they would picture? Yes. Yeah, I think do so. Do you, too. Yeah, Kevin? I think so. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it's kind of the same with Tova, too. I do, too. I do, too. Well, that's very nice. Thank you. I, I don't really agree with that, though. And you're, I don't know, if, <clears throat> I don't know if the listeners pick this up, but you're also, and maybe this is just to me, but you're also, I find you very comforting. Oh. I find you guys both comforting. Yeah, that's something that the listeners may not. I think pick I up think on. we. I I think that we ha- are empathetic. Yeah, I mean, I we find can... you very comforting. Oh, come over really here and give me a it. hug. <laughs> it is funny though. Like my, <laughs> I do really appreciate it. My good friend and mentor, kind of in the radio business, who always looked out for me. She's super awesome. Like my favorite person in the world, Cindy Skull. She does mornings on the Eagle. And she's one of those people I grew up listening to. Like, she's super awesome. But she has this really, like, deep kind of voice. Like, people picture <laughs> No way. You're like, no, seriously, what does she look like? I'm like, for real, dude. She used to be a fitness model. Like, she really oh, like, wow. she looks nothing like what you oh, would picture. Oh, that's so funny. That is interesting. I don't think I sound like what people picture. I think that you are the most wild card of the three of us. I think so, yeah, too. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Because to me, you look like a... Little boy, yes. I mean, like a like yes. a grown up boy. That's yes. what I think. I yes. think people yes. picture yes. me I, looking much older, more more and like I, an older man. You yeah, know? I think your voice is more mature because it is so radio. Yeah, you know that it. You, I yes. think that people might picture you as looking older yeah. than you are. Yeah, I agree with that. And you're yeah. so. I mean, you're like the a, voice doesn't match the body. No, <laughs> not totally. Like you're. I, I mean, I've always, I've said this about you before, but to me, you look like a J. Crew model. Like you, the way you dress. Oh well, thanks. I know that I'm that good thin, looking, but you're. Oh, I think you're so. Oh, handsome. you're so good looking. Oh, well, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> yes. cute. So cute. So it's a love fest in here today. <laughs> okay, that's, there's one thing that I can tell the listeners about. Um, Tova is very self confident. We were talking one day. I was telling her. She was telling me because I'm not very self-confident in my looks, you know? And I'm like, I don't really think that I'm that good looking. And Tova was like, oh, I think I'm so good looking. And I was like, you are. Like, that's a good quality. That's embarrassing. I had to be honest and I had to come up with something. No, that's a good quality to have. Every day, every day, Tova gets up and she looks in the morning and she's like, ha ha, Tova Cito, hot hot lady. I think we're all I'm so red right now. We all think that we're a little better looking than we act like. I'm but grateful. you were honest about I'm that. I'm very grateful for that. You that I and look you the way are that I look absolutely beautiful. <laughs> no, and you don't come off as like arrogant or anything like that at all. I cannot believe I said that. I love that. Oh, I, I, I love I'm that story. So good 
can't wait for is that there was this guy in college. I'm sorry, Tub. This, <laughs> this guy so that I knew. Sophie, sorry. In college, his oh, name was Cruz Fries from Tyler, Texas, and I hope he's listening. That's a good he radio would name. Love this, and he. Um, he one time we were all at our friend's ranch and he was the funniest guy and he was out we were all sharing the bathroom. I was brushing my teeth or something and he came in and was brushing his hair and he goes, I can't wait till tomorrow and I said, Why? And he goes, Because I get better looking every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Go cruise. Yeah. I admire that. <laughs> I think a big part of that though was your teeth. Well, and honestly, that made me feel better. Like you saying that that day, and saying that to me, I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm I am good looking. Like, you are good. Yeah. Looking. You are good looking. But I, I hate that people will never be honest honest about that kind of thing. And oh yeah, I liked it that you did that. I think that people spend so much time looking in a mirror and not enjoying or appreciating what God created. One hundred percent. And it's like, why? Like. It, and, and it's not because I think I'm perfect. Believe me, I don't think that. I mean, I can find faults, but it's like I don't think of, I don't focus on that. I try really hard to just accentuate and take care of the things God did give me. And I will say, you are also very honest. You point out faults by yourself all the time, too. So. <laughs> I do do that. And yeah, of yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't. I can tell where I suck. I can tell you where I suck. Where. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she'll make little things about like. Let's. That's just nine one one, Craig. We can, <laughs> my children. There's my ex husband. You make jokes though, like since quarantine, my ass went up a size. So, like, it did. Like, you know. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> and my boobs, which I don't mind, but it would be great if it just if, if everything could go back down. Well, most it people these days wouldn't enough. consider ass getting bigger a flaw either, but. Wow, that's so funny. Uh, that's hilarious that you remember that. Well, I'm glad that that inspired you. Yeah, it should you're handsome. You need to rock that. Look in the mirror. There was a dear friend of mine, sixth grade, Leanne, Leanne, what was her name? Leanne Walker, Leanne <laughs> Walker, my best friend in sixth grade. Her dad was really good looking, and I remember him when I would spend the night with her. He would look at himself in the mirror and say. You good-looking devil, don't you ever die. <laughs> <laughs> and I, oh, I, I like that. I him do that over, and he doesn't know I'm what, like, you good-looking devil, don't you ever die. He would say that to himself. I'm I like, love it. You go, Mr. Walker. No kidding. Talk <laughs> about a good mantra for yourself. Oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know that I need that much. Yeah. yeah, well, you're not 68 and a half. <laughs> I'm going to start chanting that. Yeah, do it. Do it. And your grandchildren walking in, something's wrong. Something's wrong. What do they call you again? Tutu. What? Something's wrong with Tutu. She's talking to herself in the mirror again. <laughs> and, okay. yeah, and actually, you're right. A lot of it does have to do with the teeth thing, though. Because for years, I always thought, like, I'm a pretty good-looking guy. I'm just a pretty good-looking guy with bad teeth. It's like what I always thought. But I hated nobody my teeth. saw your bad teeth. How Only, did you never notice? No, that? I never noticed. Only them either. you saw your bad teeth. Oh, they were like really tiny. But and... I think that that's the same with all of us. Nobody's looking at that. My ass has grown two sizes. <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't really, notice anything. Very few people. <laughs> I'm sure there's either. one or two who are like, ooh, in yoga, you know, like, ooh, I bet you, I told you, teeth gone up a couple of lbs. <laughs> I don't, you know, whatever. Yeah. Nobody's looking. That's what, you know, 
my and I still don't believe it. And this like, isn't very nice, but uh, my ex-husband was always so worried about what everybody else thought. And the thing that I kept saying to him all the time is, nobody's looking. And nobody's thinking about you no. that long. No. They look at you and think, oh, gosh, that looks good. Yeah. Or, oh, that's not a right, great look for him or her. Yeah. But they're not. And then they move on. Yeah. They're much more interested in themselves. Of right. course. Yeah. Of course. I did a little social experiment after my teeth. There were some people I didn't tell just because uh -huh. I wanted to wait till they noticed. Uh -huh. Nobody ever noticed. Nobody said anything. They I'm didn't like, see our no. point. Yeah, to you guys are point. totally right. I cannot even remember your teeth. I thought before. it was such a drastic change. Well, but they are beautiful. But that was something that I was insecure about since I was like ten years old. Is when I first got those permanent teeth pulled out. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the subtle changes. You know, I got Botox last week, and I think that I look so much better. Not a damn per. My kids are like, where? <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a couple of bruises on my lips. <laughs> But nobody's going to notice that I got Botox last week. No, day, they you don't. Know? Mm -mm. Um, okay, this is a great question. You have such a big heart. Where did it come from? The short answer is my mom, I think. That's such a sweet thing to say. That is so sweet. We're just very... Um, <laughs> that, like, chokes me up. <laughs> just, bo yeah, both very big-hearted, very um, you sentimental. Uh, mom's more open and honest about it than I am. You know, being a guy, you don't want... Do you cry? No. <laughs> <laughs> was that a question? Sometimes. <laughs> no. I was just thinking, mm, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's embarrassing. Be, it can be like touching like sweet scenes in a movie that will almost make me cry sometimes. But I usually don't actually do it. But because, you know, you, you stop yourself because it's like embarrassing or whatever. But <laughs> Tom what? cries a lot more than I do in movies. I'll look over and I'm like... Are you crying? <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> oh, that's so He's a, he is much more tenderhearted than I am. Oh, I am so. Have you seen him cry for other reasons? Not like a movie or something? Yeah. Yeah. Just because he was overwhelmed with emotion about yeah, something? Yeah, I'm not saying he's sitting around at home crying. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tom, let's look out for <laughs> Tom here. Let's make sure that because he listens, <laughs> and I'm not either. But no, I gotta but be he is a very he is a he's just he's he's tender. He's very tender, and he has this huge compassionate heart for the down and out person. And really, he should probably be CEO of Habitat for Humanity oh. or something because it is that's just his. He just l has this incredible spirit that wants to get out there and help that's really key. it's I really mean, nice that's a that good quality he, when your when your office went to shit with the whole thing and he offered to come up here and help i was like i wouldn't do that yeah he was I he mean, was I love so you, serious Kevin, but he i mean tom was like yeah offering to come help you clean up your and office. he absolutely would have i know oh, he would have in a minute I mean, he really is. He's he's. That's just the sweetest. I know thing it in really is. So he's a lot more like that than I <sighs> am, you know. I don't think I would I mean, think to do that either, Tom. Honestly. I mean, I love you. Yeah. And I would buy you dinner. It's something, but yeah, I don't and think get I would. You beer. Yeah. <laughs> Which don't <laughs> get me wrong. Or tell my friends to get definitely you beer. helps. <laughs> but you know, like that—that that is a servant's heart. Yeah, he, I, he I definitely has a servant's heart. I just don't know that I would to do that for someone I never met, you know. But it's interesting because he also has this incredible drive and ambition. He's very, very Successful. smart. And yeah, and 
you know, but he 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 really has just this deep compassion for people. It's a great quality. Um, okay, Kev, next question. How do you fight your anxiety and worry? Um, it's very hard. I'm still not great, actually, at, uh, at managing that. It certainly gets the best of me at times. Um, I do take medication, um, an antidepressant, which I feel like every time I start a new one, it works great for like a year, and then I feel like I don't notice any difference at all. Um, obviously, I drink a little too much beer, which... It does really, really help manage the anxiety, though. Like, nothing takes the edge off like that. But that's when it's hardest and really to fight through, because obviously you can't be drinking all day every day. Um, <laughs> that's when I really have to struggle. It's just during a normal work day. You just have to knuckle down. And I think my tendency is to try to keep myself busy and yeah. distracted uh-huh. is uh, the best thing I can do, is distract myself until, you know, I go home end of the day. Um, but, yeah, that's, I, I'm always looking for better ways to manage it, quite frankly. It's not something that I have mastered or conquered by any means. I think a lot of people struggle with this. I really do, with depression and anxiety. Yeah, yeah. One of my, a guy that I went to high school with, I just got a call today that he committed suicide. Oh. And and he was so, so delightful in high school. And, but he struggled with, depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and you know when when people when I worked at the church and people would commit suicide and I would have to I would have the privilege actually of doing their service one of the things that I always wanted to address was you know a lot of people who are family members or friends with somebody who who commit suicide they say so selfish like that was so selfish and I always had this heart, like I don't think that they were being selfish. Oh no! Like I think they, no, they were in think so much pain that they thought that that was they the were thought they were being way. selfless. Yes. Well, they thought that everybody would be better with them out yes. there. That's that's their burden. The, their mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the burden that they were the you know and and, and I mean. That's you. You have to be dealing with something bigger than a bad day, right? To well, there's yeah. I mean, there's it's depression. Yeah, you know. And then, but sometimes people can roll around with that, and then they have some big catastrophic sort of like their investments go to zero or something like that, and that just seems uh bigger than them. Uh I get really depressed Mm -hmm. when things are going great, and I can't waiting for the shoe to drop. I I don't know what it is. I think a lot of it is, for some reason, is guilt. I don't know why. I feel like I don't deserve that or something, you know? Yeah, another thing, another thing I don't struggle with, I think. I no. Oh, me that. neither. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I know you that, Kev. I think we all deserve. I know. I mean, all I think us. we deserve more, you know? And, and I that's, think, ju- that's just a, I that's a pathway And I've brain. learned a lot about that from you guys. But the, and that, you can change that. Just every time something good happens, say to yourself, I deserve that. I deserve that. I deserve that. I deserve that. Heck yeah. Because you're not, you're not, that's not at the expense of other people, you know? No. Because <clears throat> no. we do deserve it. You deserve every bit of the good in the world. Heck yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad you keep fighting, Kev, with your anxiety and depression because... Like, our lives are so much better. And think about all the people's lives that listen. It, like, chokes me up. Like, if it wasn't for you, this wouldn't exist. No. And 
this blesses and helps so many people. We hear it all the time. And you're the guy behind yeah. the voices. I mean, you give us, we're the ones shooting our mouths off, but we don't know how to, I don't even know how to turn that thing on. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> so I'm glad you keep fighting and, and I'm well, thanks. proud of you. Yeah, for, stay on your medicine. Yeah. I do hate that there's absolutely no rhyme or reason to it, though. That's what, oh, God, you made me so angry when I would tell someone, like, It's well, chemical. I, I had a panic attack the other day, and I'm like, why? I'm like, I don't know why. If I knew why, I could avoid it from happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, the, the depression's chemical, and the anxiety is, too. It's kind of the same, same monster. It's just two different manifestations, the depression and the anxiety, you know? And that's, so, I mean, there's some, some physical things you can do that'll help relieve anxiety, like breathe and walk around the block and do some of those things. But it's, I mean, it's chemical. That's why those antidepressants are so important for people because they really will help. Yeah, I mean, I have no shame or anything about taking it. I always no, will. You you know, if there's some medicine yeah, that no, helps, I will always take it. I, totally. Just, well, yeah. I mean, if I had diabetes, I would take insulin. I, I mean, all of those things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That It so reminds me when I, when Charlie was here, he was probably three months old, maybe two months old, and uh, Topher's parents came over for dinner, and he, sh the stepmom never had children, so she'd never been around a baby, and Charlie was just <laughs> crying, 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 crying. And, you know, it's kind of embarrassing when you're a new mom and your baby's yeah. crying and you're starting to feel anxious and you don't know why they're crying and you're sticking a pacifier and you're changing a diaper and then you try to breastfeed and nothing works. Is it like yeah. embarrassing too, even though there's nothing you can do? Totally. Because <laughs> you think you should be doing something, yes. but there's nothing you yeah. can do. <laughs> there's nothing to do. And uh, Topher's stepmom said, why does he keep crying? And I was like, but that question, like when you said, why do you, Such why did similar, you have a yes. panic attack? It's like, hey, idiot. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> if I can if I could do something about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if you could just put your arms around me or take him for a second, that would just actually yeah. be the more helpful thing. Oh, gosh. He's a baby. <laughs> He's a baby, and they cry. Yes, but maybe that's like a it way is you very can similar, be kind though. to yes. yourself. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like somebody telling somebody with anorexia to eat. Why doesn't she just eat? Yeah, well, idiot, definitely. That's because yeah. it's not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Okay, what do you... This is fun. I could do this all day. Okay, it's so much fun. What do you do when you're not working? Um, I'm drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I do have hobbies. What are, what are they? I love movies and TV. always have. I love every form of media, but I love to read. I love to read nonfiction, uh -huh. and I love to play video games, and I like to rollerblade as of recent. But love that. Really Rollerblading makes me so happy. <laughs> oh my god! I did it all the time when I was a kid, and was really good at it. When I first put these new skates on, like the first time did you recently, fall? oh my god! I had like, no idea what I was doing. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. But by the end of the day, I was I was getting it back. But yeah, at first I was slip sliding all over the place. One so, of my best friends, so, Mary Catherine, and I, we'd put on costumes and and rollerblade down Kitty Trail. I love it. Like on the Fourth of July or Christmas. I was going to say, what for what occasion? We just. Makeup like or for Easter, we'll put on like an Easter skirt and pink tights and. Well, let me know when you're gonna. I'll come out there. It's and so fun. Yeah. 
I've never uh, skated on Katy Trail. So I what should. Kind of, it's right there. What kind of uh, nonfiction do you read? Like like biographies and things? I love reading about um, the making of films, like certain movies. Oh, I oh. love that. This is in your blood. Yeah, it, it, it really is, kind is. Of. Oh my gosh, did you watch the making of Elf on TV over Christmas? No, I think... Someone told I think it was you who told me about that though. Oh my god, you have to find it and watch it. I bet you can find it, was it on the Hulu. most amazing. Yeah, I love John Ooh. Favreau. He's a, yeah, he's a great it was filmmaker. it was great. I love Will Ferrell. I know. I he's mean, hilarious. he makes me laugh. Santa! <laughs> he's hilarious. I love reading about crime stuff too, like serial killers. Oh, you do? Yeah. Ooh. Do you like watching that stuff? Mm hmm. I know a lot about almost all of America's most prolific killers. You should read the book <laughs> Criminal Minds. It's very interesting. Oh, yeah, that sounds cool. I did wrote a thesis on it, and or not a thesis, but wrote a term paper on it in grad school. Is it like profiling killers and stuff? It's just, it's just the criminal mind and what happens to that mind. It's interesting. Hey, Kev, will you hit that air? It's a little chilly. It is cold. You're right. Sorry. That's all right. Thank you. Um. Okay. Oh, we got a boogie. Okay. Um, what is the biggest lesson working with Toba and Janice has taught you? Hmm. <laughs> we have three more questions. You know, honestly, it would be uh deserving happiness thing. For oh, sure. Good. And not feeling guilty about that. Because the way you guys just so just see so unashamed about it and just say like, no, absolutely. We deserve everything, you know? Like, yeah. of course we should be, num I think we should be number one. It's something that rubbed off <laughs> on me, but <laughs> if I don't see you guys for a while, it starts to slip. So I have to keep reinforcing that over time. But I would definitely say that's it. Oh, that's Learning that's to accept so cool. um, happiness, basically. So yeah. great. Because with I depression, anxiety, and guilt and all that stuff, mm -hmm. I have those bad emotions, you know, that definitely get the best of me sometimes. And um, I'm getting better at it, thanks to you guys. That's, That's awesome. good. So you guys put me in a good mood. That's good. Well, <laughs> yes, you do us, I, too. I feel the same way coming in here. So, And I hope our listeners feel that, too. Me, too. Um, what's your biggest regret? Um, the, the time that I wasted after high school and the way I treated my parents during that time. Mm. And my brother. Mm. That's something I still will feel guilty for. Have you made amends for that? Oh, yes, absolutely. Then it's And done. they always say, like, don't feel bad about that now, yeah. you know, but it's still, I still Do you know what I love the I, image that I did that. The etch-a-sketch. Once you've made your amends, then you just etch-a-sketch it. Oh, that's really good. And there's Janice. your visual. You know, when you start to feel guilty, you're like, oh, no, no, I've already etch-a-sketched. Yeah, See, like that's that. really hard for me. Very difficult. Yeah. To wipe that. It's great. Slate That's great clean. advice. That's a great visual. Yeah, isn't it? Uh huh. Because it l allows you to see something when you go down that that. Oh, I suck, or man, I messed up. Or, mm -hmm. Nope, it's gone. I still tell my parents all the time, like, thank you guys so much, like, for not Aww. giving up on me, for Aww. real. I think that's one of the greatest gifts of love. Yeah. I, I can up. remember sitting at the table with, with my three daughters, and they would talk about the, some of the things that I did when they were young, you know, like you wouldn't let us cross the street, and you made us wear those big, horrible bows in our hair and, <laughs> and all of these things. And, and I, I say, oh, I know. I am so sorry. 
<laughs> and I'll pay for your therapy. <laughs> oh, I told you have all the time. <laughs> and it was ex- it's been expensive. <laughs> I tell my kids that. But same I mean it's just all, all you can do. Absolutely. You know? I think I told you guys a story before about um my parents like their one of their best friends is a uh, psychologist. Um and he's like family to us. And so this was during the time that I was like a major shithead. I was probably like 20, maybe 18, 19, 20, <laughs> somewhere in that age or whatever. And so they were coming to visit, he and his wife. And so my parents said, look, can you just like try to make, make some time with Kevin and like get through and like find out what's going on? Because like, we are at the end of like, Our uh-huh. yes, absolutely. And he was like, sure. So he and I stayed up to like three in the morning talking. Uh, this is back when I smoked cigarettes, talking and smoking cigarettes and whatnot. And then... He came down the next morning, and he drank a lot, and didn't say anything. Um, my parents like sitting there waiting, like, well, well, did you talk to him? Did you talk to him? Talk to him? And he was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, what do you think? He's like, he's going to be fine. <laughs> like, that's it? That's all you got for us? But he was right, and he's the one who married Elise and I. Oh, oh that's a great story. That is a great story. Full circle. Oh, yeah, yeah that's awesome. I love that. Um, okay, what is your biggest fear? Spiders? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, on a bigger scale, failure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, no such thing as failure. It's, it's a I know, learning experience. I know, that's another thing I've learned from you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No such a learning experience. Yeah, but knowing you, I that makes sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I think, all, all the time, I'm on the like, just teetering edge of disaster. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Teetering edge <laughs> You've become comfortable in that place. I mean, in a, a wide scale and a small scale. Like even during each show, I'm uh, worried like I'm gonna that something's gonna go wrong. You know, uh, that I, I don't. That I will I fail don't at either. something. And if and it does, oh well. Right, right. Okay, last it's question. A guilt thing. I know that if I mess something up, I'm gonna have tremendous guilt about it. Are you ready for the last question? Oh yeah. Sorry, I'll, I'll try to knock this one out quick. Um, who has been the greatest influence in your life? Um. This, this breaks down to two people. One, my dad. Because, and I think this is a common thing because I'm the oldest son. I think a lot of oldest sons have a tendency to just want to be like their dad, you know? Yeah. Because he's like the picture of what a man is supposed to be to me, you know? Great father, husband, very successful. And so he's definitely uh, my top, you know, role model or whatever. The other one, of course, is Howard Stern. It's That's what I was huge. thinking. Big time. I mean, yeah. influenced a lot of things in my life. My wow. career choice, um, the way I think about a lot of things, all kinds of stuff. So definitely be <laughs> those two. Um, but I always joke that during that formidable time when I was young, like high school after high school, Howard Stern was like my second dad because he's the guy I could hear talk about stuff honestly that my dad would never talk about. Yeah. Uh, he's not yeah. going to talk honestly about sex or mistakes yes. he made in the past or things like that, you know? So it was always like comforting when things were going bad. I could always turn on Howard and it always made me feel better. That's, That's so, so great. Fascinating. Love it. I do too. Wow. I used to laugh a lot listening to Howard Stern when me I lived too. in California. It sucks. <laughs> now I don't really like him, but I still love him from the past. So I was Is telling, he still on? Yeah, he's still on. I don't like his show these days, though. But uh, I was telling Janice, I was listening to an old show from 09 when she came in today. So I still listen to him every day, just not the, uh, oh, wow. not the new ones. Wow. That's so awesome. And it sucks because Elise can't stand him. <laughs> well, you guys are a good match. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's okay. She doesn't have to like everything I like. You know? No. No. Kevin, thank you. Oh, great job, Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Oh, you thank you were guys. awesome. You that were was so great. Amazing. That how was long, fun. How long did we go? Uh, about an hour. Perfect. Good. Yeah. 
Thank Good. you so much, listeners. Thank you guys so for much. caring so much about Kevin. Yes. For investing in the show, for listening, and for another great week. We loved it. Yeah, we, it was really fun. We love and appreciate you. If there wasn't a Kevin, there would be no <laughs> the be remedy. No remedy. So we're, we so appreciate you, Kevin. We do, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Best. <laughs>